Self-acceptance. For many people, self-acceptance is hard to come by on a good day. It's tenuous, a glass with tiny cracks at best. On a bad day, when you've made a mistake or two, don't like how you look and you feel absolutely miserable, your self-acceptance is in shreds. Fortunately, self-acceptance is something we can nurture. We can look at it as a skill that we can keep practicing versus an innate trait that you either don't have or you don't like to do. So I'm gonna share with you 12 ways to cultivate self-acceptance. Here we go. Number one, set an intention. Self-acceptance begins with intention. It is vital that we set an intention for ourselves that we are willing to shift from a world of blame, doubt and shame to a world of allowance, tolerance, acceptance and trust. This intention acknowledges that self-loathing simply doesn't lead to a satisfying life. If I set my intention that a life with acceptance is far better than a life of self-hatred, then I begin to chain, then I begin a chain reaction within my being geared to a life of peace. Two, celebrate your strengths. We are much better collectors of our shortcomings than our strengths. Many people fail to see their strengths and cling to antique scripts that carry about their lack of worth. I've helped my clients hone in on their strengths and their abilities by writing them down. If you're having a tough time coming up with your list, name one strength each day. Start with something basic like you're a kind person. And typically the lists begin to evolve as the scripts in your head, the old scripts begin to lose strength. And people begin to recognize that they are intelligent creative and powerful, articulate, and so on and so on and so on. Sometimes we can't see ourselves until we clear the weeds. Make a list of all the hardships you've overcome, all the goals you've accomplished. Take out your resume and go through that and connect with that all the connections you've made with people, and all the lives you touched for the better. Keep it close by, keep it close by. Review it frequently and add to them often. Three, consider the people around you. What kind of people do you surround yourself with? Ask yourself, 
that question about people in your life in general. Who speaks negatively to you? Who reinforces negative talk? Why do you allow such people to hurt you? Are they just doing my own dirty work because I'm not willing to choose a different reality? Consider the people around you. Four, create a support system. Distance yourself from people who bring you down. Surround yourself with people who accept you and believe in you. And go further than that, who will support you. Five, forgive yourself. Past regrets can prevent us from practicing self-acceptance. Forgive yourself and move on. Whether it's about something you've done or a personality quirk that resulted in a social mess, it's important to learn from the mistake. Make efforts to grow and accept that you can't change the past. So when the little small things of remorse resurface, remember these words. I made the best decision with the information I had at the time. The behavior or the decision might not seem correct in hindsight, but at the time it seemed like the best choice. Six, shush your inner critic. Many people equate the inner critic with a voice of reason. They think their inner critic is simply speaking the truth. But if you wouldn't say it to a loved one, it's not honesty or sincerity. It's unwarranted and harsh. It's a judgment. To quiet your inner critic, remember this realistic mantra. I believe in the power of mantra and I encourage my clients to select a mantra that is helps them to be normalized and calming and encouraging during the time when the inner critic is really ugly in their head. Now one of the mantras I suggest, I am only human and I am doing the best I can and that is all I can do. Our mistakes and our imperfections are not bad or wrong or failures. They are fingerprints of humanity and opportunities for learning, healing, and growth. Seven, grieve the loss of unrealized dreams. Many of our problems with self-acceptance comes from our inability to reconcile who we are as compared with the idolized dreams of our youth. So where we may have dreamed to becoming an Olympic athlete or a multimillionaire or staying married forever or having a big family, whatever your dreams or goals were in your youth, they were dreams 
mourn them that they didn't come to pass. Then get back on track and be the best person that you can possible. Eight, perform charitable acts. When you sacrifice and give to others, you see how your deeds are positive influence on others' lives. It becomes more and more difficult to maintain the idea that you're no good when you see how your deeds help other people. Nine, realize that acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is letting go of the past and the things we cannot control. This way, you can focus your energy on what you can control, which is empowering. In fact, some people accepting that they have a problem is the first step of making a positive change. 10, speak to your higher self. I know we can't always fathom or imagine that we have a higher self, but it is our best self. I often ask my clients to visualize the highest and their best self that lies deep within them. I ask them to imagine the highest self stepping outside of them and looking at them in their current life or situation. I ask the client to imagine what this highest or best self advises them to do. The process of visualization is a separate detachment from your current situation and it helps tap into the wisdom that lies within them. That's their higher self. That promotes healing. This exercise teaches clients how to be their own best parent and demonstrate empathy and compassion and love towards themselves. I advise my clients to take a few minutes to meditate and practice this visualization when they are in crisis or need some direction or either, either some self-soothing. 11, be kind to yourself. Many people are hesitant to show even a shred of self-kindness because they see it as selfish or undeserved. But the key to self-compassion is to understand that weakness and frailty are part of the human experience. Coming to acceptance to who you are involves loving yourself because of your flaws, not in spite of them. 12, fake it till you make it. If you're unconvinced that you're worth, a worthy person, keep the faith and keep at it. Keep practicing self-compassion along with other, the other suggestions but most of all, do not have a direct communication with a fake voice 
with the bad or the negative self-talk. Always have a guiding force that's within you. Take the leap of faith to trust that higher being, God or goddess, that gleams within you and helps you to move forward. I often tell my clients to say to yourself, I first must think and do before I know.